Welcome to the Align Professional Podcast. My name is Danielle Kent, and I am a mom, wife, and private practice SLP entrepreneur. This podcast empowers you, a busy therapist, to find your calling and become a leader. We will explore various topics that empower you to learn leadership skills, as well as talk with leaders in the field to learn how they got to where they are. Listen in as we talk about all things alignment and leadership, including productivity, scheduling, communication, and so much more. Let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 12th episode of The Aligned Professional. It's still um, really cool to me every time I say the number um, as we go up a number of podcasts because this podcast started um, in February of 2020 and I I had aspirations to do it weekly and um, I was worried that things would get in the way, but I've stayed really consistent to batching content when I can and then just putting episodes together on the other weeks that are really meaningful to me based on kind of what's going on in my life and what I'm witnessing in the field. Um, so welcome to episode 12. Um, I really hope when you listen to these episodes, it's kind of like we're sitting together at a coffee shop and we're drinking our lattes or we're at a local winery or you know wherever we are that um, it's like we're sitting down together and we're getting to talk, to talk about these really fun topics in the field. Um, so today's episode is all about the importance of turning off. And um, I want to give a little personal backstory to share why I'm doing a topic on this this week. So um, most of you know, I've shared before, and my daughter was on the podcast last week, but I have two young children um, under the age of two under the age of six and a half. And um, currently they are home because schools and daycares are closed. Um, and I am also working from home um, fulfilling some of the school contracts that I had prior to COVID-19 shutting down all the schools um, in our state and all those in the nation, basically. So I've been navigating learning how to um, balance working from home and momming from home. And I really thoughtfully use that word balance because um, I usually have used the word integrate, um, how to integrate the two. But right now, for me, it really is a balancing act and learning how to be able to focus on my work and then also focus on my kids. Um, So it is, for me, currently a balancing season. Um, And one thing I've been noticing over the last week is I just kind of felt continually Um, a little bit on the fried side. Like I just felt like depleted. And it took me a while to realize that I kind of feel like a cell phone battery that was not being turned off. And that was kind of in the red, (laughs) you know, when your phone gets down to that less than 10% and it keeps sending you the alerts, it's like 10%, 8%, 5%, 2%. I realized it's because I've had to be on all the time over the last five weeks. So um, my kids, uh, my husband is a wonderful co-parent. We co-parent together very closely and he's phenomenal. My kids, however, if I'm around, they will always want to be with me, um, be on my lap, um, be doing activities together, which is absolutely wonderful. Um, I just know for me, and I think for most parents, I need time to just kind of like check out um, and just kind of like focus on myself. Um, And not being able to leave the house makes that a little bit more challenging. Um, So over the last week, I kind of have felt like just slowly depleting, like it's the effects of five weeks at home, not being able to leave, having kids at home, kind of slowly settling in. Um, And last night I said to Adam, my husband, I said, okay, tomorrow I need to know when I'm off. And he's like, what do you mean? And I said, I need to know when I am just able to turn off um, from momming. Um, and for me, what that meant was time where I could go to someplace different in the house. And for us, it's downstairs and really just 
check out and know that the kids are safe. They're being taken care of. Um, my husband's been working a lot during this pandemic, which is great, safely working, um, using social distancing. And so I've really had to navigate, you know, focusing on the kids and also working. And for me, I think recognizing I just needed to be able to turn off, turn off and recharge essentially like, like as you would do the cell phone, you know, to maybe if it dies, turn it off, plug it in, um, let it recharge. And so it got me thinking about, you know, if I was going through this, that other people are probably going through this same thing. If not with kids at home, then professionally, because right now we're having to navigate waters of working from home and it's hard. Working from home is a wonderful thing. You know, I'm a huge fan of it, but what it does is it brings up some challenges with knowing how to turn off, like how to turn off responding to emails, how to turn, like, like how to make essentially draw boundaries for yourself. Um, and I think that's always been a struggle for most people or for some people. But right now when you're working from home and, and there's this expectation that you should be available, I feel like it's harder. Um, and so I kind of translated what I was experiencing as a mom over to the, the professional side of it. And especially, I know SLPs working from home right now, SLP standing for speech language pathologist, that there is the expectation that they are available and doing services during the day or available for meetings. And it's just tricky to be able to define those boundaries when you're working from home. So um, I have kind of five or six main tips for turning off um, and and or strategies for turning off. And I hope that at least one of these you are able to walk away with today um, and implement into your daily schedule to recharge yourself on a frequent basis. So um, to start off with, number one, so the function of turning off is really to protect your energy. Um, I have a saying where, that I kind of coined a couple years ago called protecting your yes, meaning kind of protect what you say yes to. Um, so I used to be a chronic yes person, and I still definitely have my moments. So if people ask me to do something, I get really excited. I want to help. I want to contribute. And I say yes. Um, and I really tried to flip that script by protecting my yes. Um, and the essence of that is protecting your energy, which is a well-known phrase. I did not come up with that by any means. Um, protecting your energy and turning off, kind of setting boundaries. Like I'm after 5 p.m., I'm not going to respond to emails. Um, for 30 minutes from 4 to 4.30, I'm going to turn, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to turn off my phone. You know, whatever it is, however you decide to turn off, the function of it is to really protect your energy, protect and preserve it. And the, the main thing thing with that is if your energy levels get too low consistently, that's when you burn out. That's when it's hard to rebound because you've kind of reached the threshold of burnout. So the function of off time is to prevent yourself from getting to that point. So number one, remember, by turning off, you are protecting your energy. You are preserving one of your most valuable commodities that you have as a professional and as a person. Your energy matters for you. It matters for your family. It matters for your job. So your first role is to protect and preserve your energy. Number two with turning on and off is know what off looks like for you. Um, and let's start off by talking about what I think the function of turning off is. So I talked about number one, that it's protecting your energy, but turning off really should be something that charges your batteries and brings you joy. Um, and so I know sometimes 
when we turn off, we tend to want to do things like mindless that I call mindless, things like scroll social media, um, watch TV. Um, you know, those are just some to name to name a few. Um, but really, be thoughtful when you have blocked off some off times. Those should be things that recharge your batteries and bring you joy because that's the way that we really know that your energy levels are being preserved and protected. It's things that bring you energy and charge your batteries. And so it's things that when you end doing that, you feel a greater sense of happiness or joy or contentment or however you want to describe it, however it would feel for you to charge your batteries. You want to think about that 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 joy feeling. So so I guess right now, press pause in this podcast, write down a list of things you know that bring you joy and charge your batteries. And then take an honest look at how often you're doing those things during the week. I mean, take a real honest account because during this pandemic, you should be charging your batteries very often. And so if not, you know, daily, you know, every other day, recharging those batteries really carefully and really thoughtfully. So know what off looks like. Define it by something that charges your batteries and brings you joy. I'm really excited. I hope you guys do press pause and write down some ideas for that um, at this part. Number three. So something that I talked about within number two is schedule your off time. Look at your calendar for the week and block it off. Block off your off time, right? This kind of sounds like a funny way to say it, but... um, You book it in your calendar and you protect and preserve it like it's a date with the most important person you've ever met. Because protecting your energy is one of the most important things that you can do, not only during this pandemic, but always. So if you're going to be off of email by four, you better hold true to that. You better hold true to your word that you are off by four. If you're going to work out from four to 4.30, then you tell the kids, I love you. I'm going to go work out. You're going to be with, you know, my partner or I'm going to turn on a show because honestly, If turning on a show means you get 30 minutes of peaceful workout, do it. Keep whatever keeps them safe. And also, like, let's say you don't have a partner at home, whatever keeps them safe and you able to find this time off, do it. Protect that time. My my uh, time off this afternoon has been incredibly replenishing. I'm, I'm recording this podcast and I'm doing several other things. And I, I blocked it off. And when the time came, it was hard for me to go downstairs because sometimes I just get into the routine of, you know, with the kids and I do love my kids. My husband was like, it's time for you to go. So something else to do is to tell your spouse, hey, when it's my time off or for your partner – to have them say, hey, it's your time, go. Have them encourage you, remind remind them to encourage you to go. Sometimes that extra layer of you need to go do this is enough to, it's enough to make me go, okay, yes. Um, and hopefully it'll be enough of an addition for you. So I hope that you followed the first three so far. So you've thought about what protects and preserves your energy. Know what your on and off looks like. So you look at your calendar, you should know what your off looks like, be able to be present for your on times and know what that looks like. And then you've scheduled your off times, whether it's getting off the computer, whether it's working out, whether it's doing yoga, you know, you really go to what, what brings you joy and what charges your batteries. And that is scheduled often throughout the week. Number four, and this one is really parent caregiver specific. So feel free to skip over this. Um, if you don't have any young children or any, any individuals at home that you're not responsible for caregiving, um, for, but parent specific, um, I'm going to kind of go at this in two 
waves, I guess. The first wave is if you have a partner at home, um, talk with your partner about the importance of off time for both of you. So make sure that you both are getting off time and that you both are kind of looking into each other's what you are contributing versus what you aren't. Um, and what I mean by that is it's really in a, in this, in a situation to start feeling really depleted. Um, and I know like, let's say your, your partner is going out to work every day and you're home with the child or children. And when you, when they get home, they might need a break and you might need a break. And so how will you navigate that? So have an open dialogue about, um, how you each will get a chance to turn off every day and what that looks like. And then have some code between you, some, you know, a saying or words or just concrete, I need to turn off, whatever it is, so that you can identify to each other when the other person needs to just go take some time off. Um, and the function of this really is to parent your best. You need to be able to kind of flip off, charge your batteries and come back. And you will always, if you really have identified what brings you joy and what helps you feel recharged, you will come back a better parent and a better partner. So take that time, take it, take it, take it and honor yourself. If you don't have a partner at home and there is nobody else in your home to kind of help you through this, Identify ways that you can charge your batteries in times that are safe um, for you also while you're parenting. So can you get up 30 minutes before the kids get up? Can you do a workout after the kids go to bed? Can you do something during nap time? Can you turn on a show during the day? Um, whatever it might be to buy you some time to be able to charge your batteries and bring joy, I want you to make that happen. I want you to make it happen. Number five. And this one has been really interesting to me, and I, I added it in last minute. Um, and it's really something that I hope you take into consideration with the big picture of all of this with kind of turning off and charging your batteries. And it's to identify your triggers and be thoughtful about the scheduling. So going back to the scheduling about that I told you to build in your off time, identifying your triggers means knowing what things in a week might be really challenging for you and building in your recharge time around that. Um, so if you know you're going to be in a really hard meeting, maybe <clears throat> building in some time to be able to work out right after that meeting, go for a quick walk, um, just at least walk around your house. Make sure you're building in that time when it's going to matter. Being thoughtful about scheduling is along the same lines. Looking at your week, identifying the triggers, and being thoughtful about when that off time is going to be most helpful for you. Be proactive. Be proactive whenever you can. If not proactive, be responsive. So be checking in with your feelings often throughout the week. Being responsive will prevent you from being reactive. So if you are identifying a need, if you are feeling pent up, frustrated, um, done, angry, whatever it is, then take that time. Take that charge time sooner. Um, that's better than being reactive where you wind up kind of losing your cool um, with your kids or with your partner because you weren't responsive or um, responding to your own needs soon enough. I do hope that these five tips for turning off and recharging are helpful for you not only at this time, but also in the future um, and with any personal or professional circumstances. Um, I'd be eager for you to share feedback or any ideas at The Aligned Professional on Instagram. 
You can also email me at danielle at daniellekent.com. I so appreciate your support. I love when you guys message me and share um, if you enjoyed an episode or if you share it on social media. That totally brings a smile to my face. As always, walking with you. Have a great week. Hey, everyone. Real quick, before we get back to work, I wanted to let you know about some new exciting things happening with the Align Professional. Starting at the end of May 2020, I will be starting the Align Professional Membership. There are going to be two tiers to this membership. There's going to be a clinical tier and there's going to be a leadership tier. What this membership is going to do is send you monthly resources and tips for different therapy ideas as well as different therapy topics, as well as an opportunity to connect with other SLPs. The leadership tier is going to be more focused on quarterly book reviews, monthly meetings to discuss professional and leadership issues, and building goal-setting skills into your daily repertoire. For more information, visit danielkent.com membership. I'm over here giving you a high five or a hug if you're a hugger and a big thanks for listening to another episode of the Align Professional Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to take a screenshot and share it on social media. You can tag me at the Align Professional or at Miss Danielle Kent. Hey, it's me on Instagram so I can see it and share it. I am Danielle Kent on Facebook. I really appreciate you choosing to spend time listening to my podcast, and I really hope you found this episode valuable. I'll see you next week for another episode of The Align Professional.